The Drop with Frank and Brian is officially brought to you by Switch Suspension. Switch Suspension specializes in all vehicle chassis components. Lift kits, lowering kits, air ride suspension, wheels, tires, steering, and brake upgrades. They use all the best products from the best brands. And these guys are truck guys. You roll into their parking lot at the shop and they all drive custom vehicles. So they use their products that they sell on their own vehicles. So if you guys are looking for anything for your vehicles, whether you're just starting out or you just need some replacement parts or whatever, give them a call or visit their website, switchsuspension.com. Just want to let you guys know that we're announcing our next giveaway. We're giving away another Accuar E-Level kit. Big thanks to Accuar for getting with us on this giveaway. All you got to do is either go to livelifecustom.com or grinder-tv.com and every $5 spent you get one entry to the draw. Enjoy this week's episode. No, well, that one's good. You're all, everything is okay. is set and we're recording, 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 recording. We're recording. I've been getting a lot of comments about our audio. Being bad? Being off. Like yours is louder than mine and mine is louder than yours. So I think when you listen to it backwards, mm-hmm. like when you review it, put a good set of headphones on. Oh, okay. So you're, so you're balancing, but like you're listening to both of us. Because if you're just listening to it, the computer speakers... Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to be like what it would sound like to other people, you know. Oh, what I mean? okay. All right, I, I I see that. Is your gain and everything? I'm still at twelve. Maybe your gain is a bit lower. You're at plus twelve. No. Yeah, plus twelve. On your NST on your NT USB mini yes. mic. Mine is at. Mine's been at ten the whole time. So maybe I'll just knock her down a bit. How about that? Yeah, and I yeah Jose was saying like he said he mentioned it. He messaged the other day and messaged it, and then a couple people yesterday at uh, the show, at the show, were like, "Hey, why is sometimes the ones louder?" And I said, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, this is such a like doing this kind of thing. I know. know. But I said, "Luckily, you guys all have volumes on your <laughs> yeah." Devices hey, congratulations to Jose there. for being caught up. He he is now officially caught up on all the episodes. Is yeah, he? which I was like, uh, I was like. Kind of, <laughs> I think it's funny when we like talk crap to him and then like months from now, he's like, hey. <laughs> oh, I know. And then we're like, what, what, what? We didn't even remember what we were saying. <laughs> but no, he's all caught up now. So all the crap talking is caught up. Cool. But yeah, man. How's everything going? It's going good. I'm just getting ready for this, this big old trip. Yeah. We got another whole week going down. Yeah. 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 You're coming out here. Well, sort of out here first. You're, you're heading somewhere doing a photo shoot. Then coming down here, Drive, I'm going from Phoenix to Utah via Southern or Phoenix to Southern California via Southern Utah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Cause you're going to be going yeah. up, up and around and down. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. I'm really looking yeah. forward to this next week. Um, we, you, you're doing that. We have, uh, the RCC, uh, career fair that went down, um, is going to go down at RCC. Our friend Angelina is is putting that on for her automotive department. Have you figured out what you're like bringing doing that for that? No, not yet. Not yet. We last time we just kind of brought down just some gear and then we brought down the laptops and just sort of played videos. You know, maybe something similar yeah. to that. I had an interesting. Uh, remember last time we talked? I was about to go to that high school and do a talk. Did that was? Mm-hmm. I'm losing track of weeks. That was. That happened that after. The last that happened after. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. did that. It was really cool. 
uh, this guy that I know, um, I've said before, I said this in last week's episode, a guy that I, I know who's in the scene, he ended up being the uh, graphic design teacher at this school. And the school is kind of interesting. It's Lucerne Valley High School. So if I'm from a small desert, Lucerne is a smaller desert. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very small. And I had never even, I didn't even, I heard of the high school out there, but I didn't, I've never been there. So I went there. It's very small. I don't know what that has to do with anything, just an observation. But uh, it was a cool experience. But the last time we did something in kind of like this capacity was the last time we did the RCC uh, career, the automotive career fair. And, you know, when you're talking to college students who are looking for careers, they're much more engaging because they want to know. They're about to embark on this this journey, which is, you know, navigating the career field. And so they're, they're pretty proactive about searching out information. High schoolers are not that. And there's yeah. nothing against them. It's just they're young kids, you know, like they're just young, young people. And uh, so I went in. Well, also high school is like something you have to go to. Yes. And college, they're there because they want to. Well, this one's a little bit different because it's an elective class. So they do kind of want to be there, you know, more than they still they still they have still to have be there. Because there. they have to pick the one or the other elective. Yes, so they're true. like, yeah, that is very true. <laughs> um, but so but regardless, so I went in there and uh, I should have been more prepared, but it was still a cool experience. But yeah, like I would I thought uh, the, the my friend was like, you know, can you talk for an hour? I was like, I can talk for seven hours. Like, that's not a problem. <laughs> Yeah. Except for when you're not engaged with somebody. <laughs> so I, I was can. gonna say, like, it also it's it's just like this podcast sometimes where we're like, yeah, we could definitely do mm-hmm. it, and then sometimes there's a little anxiety about like, yeah. well, what are we gonna? Because you could the, today we we're talking about severed. You could be like, how's the show? I'm like, it was, it was great, cool. and then that's yeah. it, and then like we still have 59 more minutes. Yeah. To, to figure this out, and that's how it was. So, um, yeah. I got up there, kind of explained my story. And that took up like, you know, five or 10 minutes. And then, it, and then it was like, what kind of questions do you guys have? And then nothing. And I'm like, uh Oh, <laughs> so I made it through it. I kind of talked in circles a few times, but, uh, it was, it really kind of turned into a conversation. Uh, like, yeah, this is a graphics design class where they're like learning about decorating garments, not only the screen printing process, but through like direct to, uh, direct to garment printing, heat pressing, like they're learning about all these different ways to, to decorate garments. And um, so that was definitely part of the talk, but it kind of evolved into more like learning the skill is one thing. Like that's, I don't want to say that's easy because that takes like a long time and there's a lot of details involved in learning that. But it, it's the other part of that process is like the business side. Like that's the part that, that takes some, like you have to like, pay attention to you know and so anyway so the the conversation kind of turned into that like yeah i I do this i create t-shirts to to sell either to customers who want t-shirts or i'm selling them to sell it at car shows and then the 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 latter is like having to do all this extra work to make that happen and all the Mm -hmm. and how that extra work plays into it and then um one time you you know i don't know when you said it but one time you said it you're like if you have the opportunity to take a business class, like do that because that's like Mm. the other side of this whole process, you know? So we talked about that for a while. Um, and they they were receptive. I I do have to say that like, although they weren't very like, uh, interactive, they listened the whole time. Like, uh, my, my buddy was like, you know, don't be offended if they're like on their phones, you know, that's just their, that's their age. I'm like, yeah, I, I, they're, they're allowed to have phones. I I don't know. This is a certain Valley. No, it's kidding. Oh yeah, I don't know. 
They have phones in Lucerne Valley? They have cell service <laughs> have in Lucerne service. Jeez. <laughs> Barely. No one's listening from Lucerne yeah, Valley. Yeah, I know, right? The, the, one, the one person from Lucerne Valley is like, just like, just like, like doing with the dishes, like, hey, <laughs> I have Starlink. Yeah, I no. <laughs> Starlink. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, so, but no, they were all engaged. They were not engaged. I mean, they were engaged as far as like paying attention and listening to what I have to say. Yeah, they weren't like, just not like getting distracted. Right, right. Else. So, um, yeah, so I got through that, but I learned that like, if I'm going to do this again, then I need to have more, especially talking to that, you know, demographic of of young people like yeah. I need a better plan going into it, but I needed to do that to, to learn that. But the one thing was, was it was like really, it was a really cool experience. Like I want to do it again, like um, yeah. doing this, doing the RCC thing. I, I would like doing that. I, I really like doing yeah. that. So if I was to ever get an opportunity where I talk to other, you know, classes and stuff, I'd love to love to do it. Cause yeah, it was cool. It was a cool experience. Yeah. That's um, you should talk to Eric and Angeline about that. You know, what's funny is, is the last time we did the RCC thing, um, this guy approached me and he's like, same thing. He's like, hey, I had the, the graphic art department. We just got a screen mm-hmm. printing press. If you want to come down here and talk to the students about how to do it. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Well, and then everything else, the pandemic happened and that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. So that, so I wonder if that, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm really curious to see if that guy's still there. If he remembers mm-hmm. me, you know, because I, yeah, again, I would, I would like totally love to do that. Yeah, that would be yeah. cool. I um the 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 biggest difference with the RCC thing is where like you went to the high school and you talked to them where we're just standing there and then they're going we have rotating people coming in yeah. asking like us like who are you what do you do and and stuff like that um I just created a QR code and I'm gonna and I'm gonna print it out and st- and on a I have when I ship T-shirts I use sticky half sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, to stick to the packages, so I'm just going to print the QR code on the uh, sticky sheet, and oh. then put that on a, pu- a clear piece of plexi, mm-hmm. and then set that next to my laptop. Oh, cool! That's a cool idea. So, so then, it, what, when people scan it, it just goes right to the. It'll go. Um, it'll have two links: one link to the YouTube channel and one link to the website. Oh, nice. So they can just because I figure everyone's going to have their phone there, mm-hmm. and if they, if they have a business card or like a banner is not going to do anything. Like people aren't going to remember, but if they're like on the phone just scan it yeah. and then it that's goes a cool right idea thing. that's a really cool idea yeah, yeah that's awesome so because I, I was sitting there thinking like i don't have a banner that says grinder tv on mm-hmm. it like <laughs> i was like i like i is all these banners that i have they're just just like trucks pitch, and stuff just artwork yeah. yeah so i was like what do I? and then eric called me um last night and he was saying uh just in case bring a table and an easy up mm-hmm. Um, just if they don't have enough or whatever. So I was like, all right, we have that stuff at Frank's. Mm-hmm. We have that, uh, my black 10 by 10 there and then plenty of tables and that stuff. So we figured just bring both lap, two laptops, play different videos on them and, yeah. and then, uh, just talk to yeah, people. That'd be cool. Maybe like last yeah. time we, I, we had like a, the gimbals kind of set up. Maybe we'll do a oh, mic. Oh yeah. I, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. We'll, we'll set up a microphone or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll fake yeah, it. We'll fake it. It was like, what do you guys do? We're like, nothing. <laughs> That's how it was last time. <laughs> That's exactly how it was last time. We had these people come up to us. They're like, what do you do? And we're like, well, I mean, I guess we make video. I don't know. But I think we like quickly learned like what we were there for, you know, to show them that there's another thing to do in this industry. You don't need to turn yeah. wrenches. You know, you could have a desk job in the automotive industry and, and do something that you like to do. Well, like you said, like you were saying about the the other side of everything when 
when if you just if you go to high school and then out of high school and then like kind of like what I did and is was was when I was 30 something years old I was like I'm going to start a YouTube channel or when I was in my 20s and I was like I'm going to start a magazine I only knew the the uh the side of going to truck shows and the and that that side of things I didn't know the business around the magazine I knew that you took photos you put them in this thing and then they you you made a book and then you sent and then a printer printed it mm. right but if you if you take those steps, one through ten or whatever, to make a magazine, every step there's some there's a different business involved. Yeah. And then in those businesses, so like step one, you drive to the truck show, right? Well, that business involves a car or transportation, which is in in, in a crazy industry. And then two, you you do and you take photographs, which that involves a camera, memory cards or whatever and then that's an industry mm-hmm. in itself and then three you uh come to a computer that's an industry and then four uh, you send it to a printer and so the printing is an industry and then you think about the printing itself within that there's ma- there's machines mm-hmm. that's an industry so like it always it's like when you think about space and it's like infinity and it and it like it can kind of like make you go crazy oh yeah for sure if you think of industry within the steps that it takes you to leave your house, go do something and then produce something. There's so there's an infinite amount of industry within. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's, it's like we were talking about the the Dino's thing too. these micro economies, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing that D, that Dino's does. You know, there's so many yeah. industries involved in just that one that one small like sect of custom trucks. So there's plenty yeah, just of opportunity. A, like, you think of a car show in itself. There's like, I just think of our booth, right? So we have an easy up or a canopy. Mm-hmm. That's an industry in itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? With graphic design, the, the, the materials to put it together, the, and then behind all of these businesses is marketing. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, when I was talking to those students, like that's what I kept on landing back on is the marketing. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, that, that's like, if you think about it, that's what drives this whole thing. You know, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all of the, all of this is just marketing. I told them mm-hmm. it's really, again, I say this with like a little, you know, caveat or whatever, but it's really easy to produce something like you can figure mm-hmm. that out, but how to yeah. get that thing that you've produced into actual people's hands. That's the hard part. That's the hardest part. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And getting it in front of people's eyes, which now we're in an entirely new, a relatively new era of that because before getting it in front of people meant you had to travel places and, and like go to conventions and go to events. And we're now like, you don't have to do that. Yeah, definitely. We, we like live in this like direct to consumer world now because like, you're yeah. right. Cause if you, if 20 years ago you started a brand, you're the, the hardest thing you'd be working on every single day is going to stores and trying to get your brand in those stores because those were the vehicles and how to get the get your shirts into into real people's hands, but now yeah. with all the technology, the I mean, not maybe not the technology so to speak, but just the way that our society is structured today, we have a much more direct to consumer model, and a lot yeah. of big brands did that. Um, I can think of a couple like Rebel Eight, Famous Stars and Straps, like they started doing that. Or uh, Born and Raised is what is the brand I talk about all the time. They're not in stores. If they are in stores, yeah. they are in like one store in like a big city or something mm. simply to have like a brick and mortar place to have something. But their goal is not to, to get into, into, uh, into retail stores. Their goal is simply just to get, get viewers, get eyeballs on their product and sell it straight to those people. And that's the new yeah. model. 
and that's the model that we have. That's our basically our model as well. You know, a little yeah. bit more modified because we go to, to shows and stuff and set up booths, but basically, but we don't way. have to. No, we don't have to. And it, that's my that's the thing. Like like you could you could you're in a uh, the position to where like you could literally have everything delivered to your house, walk out to the shop, print a T-shirt. And then just go on the computer and pay to advertise on Instagram or whatever, and then just put it in, get it in front of people's faces. Yeah, yeah, definitely that way. Um, but like, that's one of my like goals for the future is to not haul around the booth everywhere and just go to shows, create content. You know, and and I think like I mean, because you could say that about the the creating content too. Like, you could pay someone to create content. You know, mm-hmm. we've said that before. Like, you know, a lot of these. Uh, there are a lot of I, I should let me see how to put this. There's a lot of pages out there that build up a big following kind of doing like reposting stuff because mm-hmm. maybe they don't have the means to get to shows to create their own content, which is mm-hmm. a real thing. But that doesn't stop you from saying to someone like, hey, go take some photos for me. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I, you know, you're, you're making them for me, but can you do it or whatever compensation happens in between that? But, yeah, you know, they're there's way there what my point is is like there's just ways to 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 go about creating your own content and marketing your own product without ever really like you said without really ever leaving your your home base so to speak Mm -hmm. you know it's nicer when you can go out and create your own content and do it you know i think there's some uh, it's it's it is definitely um more rewarding mm -hmm. you know when you yourself did something like you yourself went to the show, you yourself took the photos and then you did, but it's not an, it's not a necessity. It's not a necessity. It's, it's like the built versus bot. Thing. Yeah. You know, it's like you're going to pay someone to work on your truck mm-hmm. or you're going to work on your truck. The outcome is going to be the same exactly. thing, whether I go to take photos at a show or I pay someone. That's a big thing though. Is like compensating someone to pay. Like there's people out there that, yeah, they're, they'll take some photos and they will give them to you because that they're there already or they just enjoy it or they don't do it for a living. Mm-hmm. So like, that's like fun to them. Mm-hmm. But like, if you were to tell me like, Hey man, while you're at the show, yeah. <laughs> will you take photos for me? No. <laughs> and I will be like for $500, I will give you X amount of photos. Exactly, yeah. And they're like, wait a minute, that's a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, but I don't, that's my, what I do for a living. Right. So like there, there is that, you know what I mean? And then there's the quality factor too. Like how, do you want these photos to be I was going to bring up good point, quality yeah. or do you want them to be um, just like I don't want to say basic, but a photographer knows different angles. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not even I don't even go as far as like equipment because you can do the same thing on a phone right. for show coverage that you can with a camera. Um, but like, do you want your photos to be unique to you or do you want them to just look like someone walked around with a phone and, and snap to snap some photos? Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's totally up to you what th- that's your whatever your end goal is mm-hmm. for that to look like. You know, like if if I owned a, a magazine or a website, I would say I want my photos to be of high of, of a higher quality. I want the person that's taking them to be there for that. So I'm going to compensate this person money or seek out a like a person that does it for for a living because I want them to be unique to my website or to my page you know, something like yeah. that. And that, and, and that just reiterates the point that we're trying to make. There are tons of spaces to fill. You know, if mm-hmm. you have a brand, but you don't know how to take photos, you can make that happen. If you know how to take photos, but you don't have a brand and you want to either do it for fun or be con- like, there's so many spaces to fill, you know, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. actually really like endless, you know, it is. It's, it's that infinite, that infinite, 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 infinite. Yeah. Infinite. 
infinite finite yeah, yeah, would be like, it, there are an end and infinite is no end is that the uh, the difference yeah, yeah. i have no You're idea. whatever <laughs> no. just go out there just someone make some content so you know we all could consume so i can sit in my so i can sit in my bedroom at night and scroll yeah. endlessly before i go to sleep yeah. and then uh you know in my case have fomo from the show that i missed this weekend oh yeah how was the fomo on, it the, was, on your side it was pretty real it was pretty real not, <laughs> not as real as like some other times like mm-hmm. i mean obviously like when i missed the 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 la mini truck show i mean that was bad yeah <laughs> this one was just like oh man i wish but i could the, be hanging out with my the friend. la mini truck show was missed not because you like you could you had another obligation to fulfill like i was just broken you were just broke like it wasn't like oh i'm at my daughter's softball game because mm-hmm. i also want to be at my daughter's softball game but i also want to be at the show at yeah the la one you were like i have nothing else to do today i just sat there yeah watching there's two every so single t- story and post <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh, yeah this time, this time wasn't, it was, it was like, you know, it was mild. It was just like, oh, cool. I wish it, or I wish I could be there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had, I had to stay home. Daughter stuff again. My oldest uh, was in a play and, um, you know, it's kind of changed now because now that she's older, like when I say, I was thinking about this this morning as we're getting ready, like going through the conversation and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was at my daughter's play. So w- when you usually hear that, you think of like, you know, like little kids running around, like, you know, doing little kid playwright stuff. Mm-hmm. But this, what my daughter's into now, she's older, so now it's like full productions. Like, they're actual things with, like, tickets and, you know, yeah, yeah it's, more of, and it's more theater. It's theater. Yeah, she's in theater. Yeah. So it's more of a theater production rather than a play. And uh, so, yeah, so I, I was here this weekend doing that. You know, I missed the show. Um, and, yeah, I was I was a little little missed out. But tell me about it. What happened? Uh, it was really good. It didn't rain like last year. Which- that's That's good. <laughs> It was get, it was close though because on th- like late Thursday night like midnight it was it just poured here. Oh really? Yeah, and like the forecast, you know, you start looking at the forecast like in 7 days before whatever you're planning that day. Mm-hmm. So 7 days before it showed like rain 40% on Friday. Oh. Which that could shift at any point before or after a little bit. So I was like told Joe, you know, I was like so if if it rains at your event, are you just going to give up? Like, are you just going to throw things? You're just, cause he just gets <laughs> really back up and leave. <laughs> cause I don't know if you saw some of the comments in the group in our chat, but it was like when people, when people comment on Facebook, like, Oh, this sucked. Cause it rained. So like, if oh, you like yeah. Lonnie goes through this too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And any event promoter kind of goes through this, um, but when your event is canceled, not canceled, but it's uh, something happens and it's out of your control, like weather, and then you go online and you see people talking about it, yeah, you take it as a different way than the person posting it. So like, yes. So like, I'll give you an example. Our show, when people complain about the hotel being sold out, are they? They're not talking bad about the event. Granted, some people are, and it's stupid, but. They're just stating a fact. Yeah. But you, it's, it sucks because the hotel sold out and I can't stay there. Mm-hmm. I take it as the show sucks and you should do something about it, man. I deal with that all the time. Not, yeah. not that particular thing, not being a show promoter, but I understand what you're saying. Cause like I do it really bad through like messages and stuff. Like, oh I'll, yeah. Like the thumbs up, the thumbs up or like even like, okay, th- this actually just happened recently. I, I would look, I got a message from somebody and I read it. I'm all, hmm. And then I said to Angie, I said, look what this person said. And I said it like, 
blah, 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 blah. And then Angie said, like, no, that's probably not how they sounded. Like, you just yeah. gave them that voice. That's, yeah. It's probably like, blah, blah, blah. But you were like, blah, blah, blah. you know what I mean? Well, you, you, because you take it in, like, Chelsea does the same thing because she deals with selling these cookies and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So she gets messages from people and, and she'll, same thing. She'll read a message and I'm like, that's not, that's not how they meant that. I know. I, I, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. And all, you know what that is? That's anxiety. It is. It's anxiety. It's uh, maybe a little insecurity, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, but it's a, it's mo it's a lot. Yeah. It's both of those things, but it's mm-hmm. just like, because you're expecting people to say something, you're already expecting it. Right. To, to sound a certain way. And, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's just like Joe was with the show when people were talking about the rain. And I was like, you know, I said in the chat, I was like, those people aren't talking bad about the event. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they woke up early in the morning, got their trucks prepared. They went to the show and it sucks that the show ended early because of the rain. Right. That was last year. This year, everything went totally fine. Yeah. All the, was, all the videos look great. All the stories yeah. look great. Yeah. It was not a cloud in the sky. It was... I actually forgot to bring shorts. Um, oh, was it these, warm? Well, these shows out, you know, these shows at this time of year start out. It was 40 degrees when I woke up in the morning and drove down there. So it's freezing. You're in a hoodie. And then by like nine ish, 10 ish, the hoodie comes off. Mm-hmm. And then by like 11, I was like, man, I wish hmm. I would have brought shorts just because it's just the sun yeah. is just beating down on you. You go into the shade and it's cool. But when you're walking around the show, you're just like, I was like. I hate wearing pa- I hate wearing <laughs> pants. Yeah. Well, we found that out last episode. <laughs> I like wearing flannel <laughs> pants when I'm at home. Yeah. But I don't like wearing um It's funny cuz even at home like I have shorts, like pajama style shorts and I don't like wearing them at home. But I don't like wearing pants out in I like wearing shorts out in public. Mm-hmm. So it's a very opposite thing. Yeah, yeah. I totally But anyways, it. yeah, it was warm and and uh it was perfect. Did you, uh, did you, uh, you set up a booth, but did you also film or did you, I did. Oh, you filmed. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Cause the last couple of years, uh, there's a guy in, in severed named Adam and he's got a, a video production company. It's a very, like a, it's a real video production company. Unlike like our video. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like he does stuff for Ford and he does stuff for, uh, different companies. So he wasn't able to make it due to some work obligations of f- past few years. So he's like, Hey, can can you get some footage for me so I can make their promo videos and stuff? And I was oh, like, he's, he, he made those severed promo videos. Yeah. I filmed oh, those. Okay. He made those. Yeah. I see. You're like, dang, those are good. Brian's well, doing I'm, good. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, but I did say, Oh, this is really nice. <laughs> I look at him and go, why can't I do that? I like do my, that. Vi- I do that it's a totally two different, it's two different types of visions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so uh, it's just like you said, like I could probably do that if I was shown how to do that, but my vision isn't there on how to do that. Right. Anyways, um, but he was there, he was filming and um, I told Joe, I said, so Adam's filming. I don't need to make a video, right? You know what he's saying? He's like, no, you, you still need to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, well, I'll, let me, can I just pay you for the booth? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not an uh, uh, unusual thing. It's not. And then I get out there and start filming and then I look at my footage afterwards and I was like, oh, cool. I like, yeah, real, super stoked with it. And I'm all and I'm actually on that note is I'm finally like Red Rocks was like kicking my butt as far as music goes. Uh-huh. It, it's been like I have the first like first 25 percent of it done and I couldn't get the next step. Oh, you know, what yeah, I, mean? I know. I, I know exactly that feeling. Yeah. For like. 
like a week and a half, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I actually, or it's been even longer than that. Just trying to find something. I think I just found something today. It's a little different, but sometimes I don't know, it kind of works. Sometimes the the biggest thing that I run into when I get into that spot is just how to like make it make sense to get to the next part of the video. Like this part of the video was like worked so well, everything was going, but there was really no good transition into the next like. Uh, yeah, I guess mine the next wasn't. I had the, the transition to the next part of the video. I just couldn't find the song. Find the song. I know that dude. That's such a yeah. such a pain sometimes. I just I just want to be done with it. I just don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to try to find songs to go to music. Yeah. Or I don't want to find music to go to videos anymore. Like I'm just like as much as I enjoy some of these, I want to like not do it as much. Like just like I've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to do every single event. Have to do that. Right. No, I get it. You know, I want to go to Severed and not do not do anything mm-hmm. as far as the video goes. And then maybe the next year I'll be like, oh, I didn't make a video last year. I'm going to make a video this I, time. I feel the exact same way, P.S. Like every year because like, you know, we're we're gearing up again for all of our big shows at the beginning of the year. And it's like we go every single year and it's like, what are we going to do? But then again, like the conclusion I always come to almost every single time is that like even if the video was very, very similar to last year's video, it's one it it like it helps out the promoters because it shows that they did it another year. So now people are watching the newest video for that show. And also they're not going to uh, most viewers. I can't say they're not going to, but I think most viewers won't go back and like compare it. You know, it's been yeah. so long anyway that they'll just see this new video. They'll watch it and like, oh, that was cool. And then move yeah. on, you know? Yeah. I think for me, it's because I'm I'm editing video all the time. Yeah. It's almost like the guys that work at the shop that then they have to go home and work on their own on their own car or mm-hmm. something like that. But it wouldn't um, your own car be your build videos. They would be, but those are, those are different. So it's like, I'm not, um, let's see how, to, how did, how did that compare? Because I've not having to like the song isn't limiting the progress. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and you um, know, sometimes you don't even need songs. You don't even need music. You're just telling. Oh no, my this. build videos. I don't. It's not. Yeah. They're not. Mu- they're not. It's not music. It's. It's the show videos. Mm-hmm. They're. It's and a lot of a lot of people or other people are doing them now too. Mm-hmm. So it just becomes like, not that I don't. I don't know. It's very hard to explain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, well, I get it because I'm also in that same boat. But yeah, I guess it would be hard to explain to someone else because someone else, like uh, people listening right now, are just like, we don't care. Just make a video, like. Yeah, you know? and I also I also hold everything that I do, especially the music and, and the cuts, and like making sure things. This clip starts here and stops here, and then this other clip, like it, it all makes it has to make sense. Like I can't just hodgepodge a bunch of clips together, yeah, and and feel good about it. Yeah, it has to like I'm super super critical of of certain things. No, I totally get that, and like you said, it's just because you do it every single day, all day long. So it must, it must get also must get a little monotonous too, you know? Yeah. I finally got caught up with everything, like finished all the C10 national clips from Nashville. And then I had a bunch of other stuff and then, and then it all starts over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This next year's coming up, dude. Like we're thinking like, Oh, LSC is a while away. No, it's two months away. Little over two months away. Yeah. And now I I have like, no t-shirts yeah i know me neither like i, I gotta start gearing up which is a problem because we have a new giveaway going on <laughs> like we need product to sell i got well, a couple shirts a bunch of, I, yeah I, I i've got I, i've got 
before LST, I'll have two new designs. Mm -hmm. So I'll have, and then I got to reprint a couple of these other ones, but I'm like, I finally re am retiring the pinstripe C10. Shirt. Oh really? Yeah. Putting yeah. That I have down. like, if anyone needs a five XL, if anyone listening needs five XL shirts, I have some. Okay. Of, of the uh, pinstripe C10. I have a, of a couple different. Oh, okay. They're, they're, um, I don't know if people just don't look for those, mm -hmm. but I know there's people out there that would not need them. Yeah. That want them. So hit me up. I have some, I'll hook you up. Yeah. Um, I have like, yeah, one five XL that shirt left. I was just blowing those out for 10 bucks this weekend. Like, nice. Uh, trying to, cause I have to, I, I figured I had, now I have to force myself to like retire shirts mm -hmm. to fill the gap with, cause I, it's just, it's becomes like a, I get lazy. I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, Oh, I have a, sh a shirt there. I don't need to make another shirt. Yeah. If I don't have a shirt and I don't just tell Brandon to reprint these, it forces me to like invest in a new shirt. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to make that jump too. I w I've been talking to a couple um, different artists and stuff and I'm, I'm about to make that jump myself. Just start putting, putting in the effort to come up with new designs that are more that are out of the scope of what, what I can produce, you know? Yeah, that's what I was saying in the chat last night when we were talking about that when you're you were showing everybody mm -hmm. and it's like and it's like uh I'm like, how do I say this without being mean? I was like, I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, no, it made I was sense. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. like um because there's certain things like that we are capable of doing and then there's that we take those capabilities and push them to the limit. Mm -hmm. And then we like like live there. We just kinda live in that. We live there and it and we're just forcing that. Yeah. And it's just like, look, look we should just let the professionals do this mm -hmm. and take a little bit of money and invest in ourselves. Yes. I, and I, and I'm going I'm doing that for myself. I'm taking that mentality, but it is a little scary because like when you, when we're making our own designs, if we're living in that, that limit, we're pushing that limit and living there at least for me, because if I design something, make the shirts go and it flops, I'll be like, okay, you know, that didn't work. But like, yeah, but if I put, but, but you're always going to make the money back. Yeah. Well, at least, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's let's true. say, let's say you, you like said, Hey Nick, here's my idea. Here's my rough draft and my budget's $600. Mm -hmm. You're going to make the $600 back. I know that's the, that's the mentality that I need to. to and here's the other, I was laying in bed thinking about this last night. I was like this, this dude, Frank, <laughs> it's like, is about to like he's shopping for a brand new truck that's sixty thousand dollars. Which we're gonna that's the next part of this conversation. <laughs> Half of a car payment is what we were talking like yeah. is that? Like yeah. like you're like, Oh, I'm gonna buy this new truck that's X amount of money a month, but I'm like, I don't wanna like spend a few hundred dollars to pay an artist <laughs> yeah. knowing you're gonna get the money back. I know pretty soon, right? It's I was all like, up here, man. It is, it's it is. It, it's this it's we all go through it in a in a certain way because mm -hmm. it's scary to just throw money out and then go, well, I don't need to throw that money out cause I can do it. Yeah. But then if you like have someone else do it, like even last night when Will was like, take the truck off, do this. It changed the entire, I know entire dynamic of that t-shirt. I know. Yeah. So no, yeah, no, I, I, I totally get it. I'm trying to this next year. I'm really trying to take that mentality. I've been uh, talking back and forth with the Rick, the Dutch guy. Mm -hmm. So we're working on something. So, so it's going to be, it's going to be good. Going to take a little more risk this year. We'll see what happens, but well, you have to, you have to, it's, it's, you're 40, you're going to, you're 41, 40, you're 41. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to be 47 in nine days, eight days. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Your birthday. Yeah. January, yeah. Um, to oh, me, no, your birthday's in December, not January. 
No, I thought it was January this whole time. No. no. <laughs> I'm a That's good okay. friend. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Um, we don't go on Facebook as much as, as we used to, so we don't know when people's birthdays are. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like there's no more there's no more time for me at least to like be reserved. You got to go for it. Well, you be re- you're supposed to be reserved way early on in this. Like how many years have you been doing custom life? Yeah. BST. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What uh we're at a point now. I've been doing Grinder TV for forever. You know, let's say Grinder TV the first video was 2010, so 14 years. I sh- in 14 years your business should be making I know. There shouldn't be like, "Oh, I need to save a little bit of money." It's like, "No, there you're like you should be like a design in, design out, design in, design out, design in and design out. And with you printing your own t-shirts, like, I have much more freedom and there's zero, there's so much less risk. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That's another way I need to look at it as well. Like investing in art, the whatever I'm investing in art, I'm saving by just printing my own stuff and not having to have this that you're right. Take an extra risk. Cause not only do you have to pay for the art, you got to pay for like the stock of shirts and hope they sell. And, and your art and your shirts are less likely to flop if you're, spending money to have them do made better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not, not saying anything, but just, I don't even know how to put that in words without sounding like mean, but like I could make, you could make this art, but if you send it to an artist and spend a few hundred dollars, it'll be they could way like, better. Yeah. And then that will sell more t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And like, say you spent 600 on art, you have a thousand dollars invested in this design. How many t-shirts do you have to sell to make that thousand bucks? Right. Back? Uh, 50. Is yeah. Right? So it's not, it's not very many. Yeah. Like, it's 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 really not very many, you know what I mean? You just and you might sell more. I've just learned this with this like this new design, like going out on a limb and actually like not being reserved. Yeah, no, it's great advice. So and, and that and, and that's that's uh that's like um not progress, but that's like evolving. That's like an evolving mentality. If we just sat, and having faith in yourself, yeah, and we should have faith in ourselves. Like we put a lot of work into all this stuff and. Are are you know the the people who buy our stuff like it you know yeah so yeah and we want to do good by them too and produce more stuff and I, I and one thing that since we're kind of like going down this this whole like one yeah. thing I want to go after this next year is also you, you're talking about don't be reserved about stuff go after yeah. stuff another thing that I really want to do is not be reserved with my designs yeah because a yeah, lot of exactly. the times I'm like like last night we so. Without, without giving away like what it looks like we were talking about this image and I had some text and I had an image and then I had a truck and the yeah. truck looks so out of place but I, yes. I put it there because I'm like no I need to have a truck on there I need to have mm-hmm. a truck on there so mm-hmm. I want to take a risk where I just make like I, I either have it made or make it myself and says I, I love that that looks so good mm-hmm. that looks so cool I'm gonna put that out there and yeah. if people like it they like it if they don't like it well then like you said i can take i have the freedom to take a little more risk than you know than everybody else not everybody else but yeah if you people. make it cuz we all do that we all make designs that don't do well but at least you made the money back on the shirt mm-hmm. itself and then you just let it go and it's done and you move on to the next one right. and you're like oh well that one didn't do great but you liked it and you have now you have that t-shirt to wear yeah you know I what I mean? A, yeah, like I'm excited about my brand. I went through, I, I talked about this before and I don't know if anybody remembers because it was a long time ago I talked about this, but I did go through a phase a few years ago where I wasn't, I was cool. I was happy with my brand. I was very happy with the designs, but I found myself like wearing other people's stuff more, mm-hmm. not like kind of subconsciously. Like when I would be, when I was making like stuff for a lot of different customers, I found myself wearing their stuff a lot. 
not because I didn't like my stuff, but I found their stuff more exciting, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I thought to, uh, a while ago, I was like, I don't need, I need to make stuff exciting for myself because yeah. like, that's not fair to the people that I'm selling the shirts to, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Like I had, um, one guy come up to me this, this weekend and he's like, Oh, I've I got all these already. Mm. And I was like, he's like, I just, I bought them all at a day to remember. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's cool. That was recent. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But at LST, if that same person comes up and they're like, Oh, I got all these oh, a year later. Yeah. That's like, that's someone that's coming up. That's like, uh, that goes back to this pinstripe C10 shirt, like retiring that one. It's like, yeah, I might bring that back like in three or four years mm-hmm. because people love that shirt and they're going to now wear all theirs out and they're going to want it again. Right. But yeah, yeah. Just creating stuff. Remember those conversations too we used to have on the road trips is like, because um, you they can also be a bad thing doing the stuff you like as well. Yeah, well, I know. And, and you know what I'm saying? I guess that's what I'm like ultimately scared of because I've done that too where I've gotten so, and we've talked about this many times, where I've done I've gotten so like, intricate or like in the know that like no like i don't get that (laughs) yeah but at the same time your brand wasn't as known back then that's true yeah that is true we have we have evolved in that way as well you know because if you do look at some of your other designs i have some of your shirts there's no trucks on them yeah you just created but you were you were like newer a newer brand back then so people are like what i don't know what this is Mm -hmm. but now that you put yourself out there you can maybe like revert back to that yeah and then uh People will go, oh, I don't need a truck on there because I just know that this is a brand brand. that I like. That's where I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get it to where like if like famous stars and straps, if they just came out with a shirt that said famous on it, boom, people love it. They'll they'll buy it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. that's where I'd like to I'd like to live is in that space. But to get to that space, though, this is the other side of that. To get into that space, we got to put in the work to make people like the brand. Right. So that's where well, that's what we exactly what we've been doing. That's what I'm saying. So we yeah. can't like let off the gas on that. You know, we just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we need yeah, to keep yeah. going on that. Keep creating content. Keep on getting people excited about the brand itself. You know? Yep. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that and it goes right back to what I what I say and what I'm doing and is is not being scared to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah, exactly that. Just don't be scared to invest in yourself. Like, don't be afraid that that money is not going to come back. Yeah. It's going to come back. There's never been a t-shirt that either of us have made that hasn't made a profit in the end. That's a really good point. I didn't really think about that, but out of all the years we've been doing this, the biggest fear in the beginning, like the very first time I went to LST, cause that the first LST that we went to in 15 was so scary because we're traveling across the country. We have all this money invested in it and we don't know what the return is going to be, but we've been doing that since 15 for almost 10 years now. And we need to let, I need to, me, I'm, t- I'm talking about me, like, let go of that feeling. Cause it's going to work out. You've been doing it for 10 years. It's going to work out, you know? Yeah. And if let it, go of the, yeah, don't be scared. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Not in a bad way. It just in a, like, yeah. like, Hey, this is this, it's working. Let's hit the gas a little bit. I, I, yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's really good. I didn't know I was going to come here on a Sunday and get an intervention. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's going to happen? Cause I was thinking it last night. Yeah. I was like in my head when I said that, I was like, yeah. I was like, and you know, talking about buying the new truck and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, we, we buy these material things cause it makes us feel good, but they're, but we should do the opposite too. Mm-hmm. We should also be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to, cause the, the money in a physical thing, there's a, it's a tangible thing mm-hmm. like buying a Ford Maverick, buying a Toyota Tundra, buying something. It's like a, 
you see it, it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Throwing money to an artist, you're going to see the art. Once you see the art, it's going to be that same feeling. I bet you, yeah, that's that's a good point. I bet you, yeah. Because, uh, well, yeah, because you're going to be like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. And the right. one and the one thing that I, like when I saw the art from my la- my last one, I was like, okay, now I'm onto something. Mm-hmm. And I think you're feeling that way with this design you're working on now. Uh-huh. And you'll feel that way with the next one that you get from like, say, Rick the Dutch. But then there also comes to like, artists are busy. Good artists are busy. Mm-hmm. So it's you have to wait for it. Right. In between the waiting, you have to keep going too. Mm-hmm. So there might be a time like me where I'm like putting money out and I'm only seeing one here and then one here and one down the road because now I was excited about the one. Now I want to be excited about the next one, but right. I can't wait till that next one is here already to start on the the following one. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where, at least where I'm at. And just like the, the good feeling that you get when you see it is like, uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I, I'm look, I can't wait for that. It's going to be good. Yeah. So that was severed. No, <laughs> I got a little off track on that one. <laughs> that's all right. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about today, and you've yeah. alluded to it a couple times, we're looking for a truck. Yeah. We've come down to like this, the time after, you know, things or whatever. And uh, we, we we're starting to look for a truck. We're looking for a Tundra. Um, this is a this is an interesting. I want to talk about this because you have like some really strong feelings on this whole subject. Yeah. And um, so uh, a couple weeks ago, like after Thanksgiving, I uh, took the family down to the dealership. We sat in a couple trucks and uh, I almost got myself into a problem. And you yeah. you, you pulled me out of the drink <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I started like, OK, so but, but what I want to do is this is what I want to do before we get yeah. really in the weeds. What I want to do is I thought about it like usually when you do something like this, you like go get the truck and then you kind of surprise everybody like, look at what I got. You know, and I was thinking about that, like, oh, that'd be cool to do that. But everybody, you know, everybody does that. But we have this that we talk and we we kind of like give our listeners like some insight into our personal lives and stuff like that to a certain degree. And uh, I think it would be interesting to take our our friends, our listeners with us or with me along this journey of of buying a new truck. Yeah. And the journey starts with me last weekend going to the dealership uh, here in the desert. We have all the major dealerships. We have Toyota, Nissan, Ford. We have them all. But since we're up here in the desert in this kind of like smallish community, they don't have they don't have a lot of stock on the lot. Mm-hmm. They only had maybe like four Tundras, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, so buying a truck, like actually all throughout growing up, my parents buying cars and me buying cars. I've never actually bought a, a vehicle up here. We've always went what we call down the hill. Like I've said before, that's yeah, the Ontario, Los Angeles, greater LA area, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, so, but we start that journey here in the desert. We go to the dealership. Um, we were really kind of like in between Tacomas and Tundras, you know, we're back and forth, back and forth. And you and I, we talk about trucks and vehicles like all the time like pretty much every day we talk about different different trucks and new trucks and so we go we go to the dealership we start looking at the tacomas because obviously they're cheaper you know so we sit in the we the whole family sits down and i quickly realize i'm like this one's not it and the way i described it was we sit down in this tundra me angie the girls in the back and i'm all this is cool this is nice this is this is definitely nice oh you you said Tundra right now. I said, said I mean, so I'm sorry, Tacoma. We sat down on okay, the Tacoma. Yeah. Thank you. We sat down to the Tacoma and I sat down. And I was like, this is nice. This is very nice. It's a new truck. It's very nice. Then we went and sat down in the Tundra and we were like, 
oh my god (laughs) 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 this thing is so freaking cool and so we looked at a couple and they had one in particular and i think okay so like as we go through this journey and and especially in the beginning i think we'll like kind of like have a little kind of like not ground rule so to speak but things feeling comfortable discussing and not feeling comfortable discussing i think talking about the overall cost of the vehicle is something we can discuss because like that's that's just the facts of what it is but you know payments and you know down like those those will be like kind of like gray areas we won't really get into so anyway so we we find this one me and angie both love the truck it's sixty two thousand dollars for this truck and you know dealerships do their dealership thing and they're kind of like making it all sound good and we're like "Mm," you know we we didn't commit right away we're like okay we got to talk about it you know and uh then i i hit you up and i explained and you're like hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on You need to stop and think for a minute because yeah. this doesn't doesn't make a ton of sense. And I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. So now what I've been doing is is now I'm going to like broaden my horizons. I've already visited a couple dealerships down the hill. Um, not a couple. actually just went to one so far, which is uh, Crown Toad in Ontario. Mm-hmm. And the stark contrast between the dealership up here and the dealership down there. I mean, right off the bat, they had 12 Tundras sitting down there. Yeah. You know? And that same truck that I found up here, I found down there for like 56,000. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like, and so that just kind of sets the pace for, you know, how, how trucks are up here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a journey. Um, For some people it's not because for some people they have money to where um, it doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they could be like, it doesn't matter to them how much their payments are or how much the vehicle is. They just buy it. They just do it. But for people like us, it matters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a hundred dollars a month matters or whatever. So, but I went through a situation. We bought a 2016 Honda Accord and we got really, I I didn't know a lot of like, I knew a lot about buying a car. I bought new cars before and used cars from dealerships, but things have changed from back in the day to now. So like, the price of the vehicle is on there. So everyone knows what, if the sticker price is on there, that's a no haggle price. So say it's $60,000 on the sticker. You can't go in there with cash and be like, I've got $55,000. Right. Like that, that is, that's not a thing of really a thing anymore. It, it, it might be in some markets, but usually not in this market. Like, uh, like it might be something in a $200,000 car market or something like that, or a used car market, yeah. but a, it's usually the price. Um, so where dealers make their money now is add-ons. And that's um, where the the dealership up here in the desert, that's where he, you know, and the, the, the salesman said as much. He's like, well, we did put uh, tires on this thing that were like $2,700 or they add a lift or they do like these like yeah. little tiny things. And then again, like, uh, and, and this is like w- one, th- one cool thing about this is like, now that like we're getting involved with it, me and Angie are, and then you're kind of like giving us advice. It's like, we're like tag teaming this whole situation because you know, I get wrapped up in it. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay. But then you're like, hold on, wait, let's talk about the tires in particular, $2,700 for tires. You're financing that over the X amount of however many months you're going to finance it. Like, and then I'm like, Oh yeah, you're right. That is ridiculous. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so they the dealerships make, and I and I'm not going to pretend to know everything about this. I only know from a little bit of experience buying the, our last three cars, and then a lot of YouTube minutes and mm-hmm. hours watched on it. But the dealers will make their money on add-ons, and um, 
they're also going to make their money in the finance office with warranties, gap insurance. Um, they can finagle the interest rates a little bit. You know what I mean? So they can t- tell you one thing and then they can adjust the price of the vehicle. So the dealer makes a little bit more money and it, there's just all these things in play. And if you just go in there willy nilly, they know that not eight or nine ten times out of 10, the excitement factor is going to sell the car. Oh yeah. And they, and, they got to know that. And yeah, luckily they, the, the salesman that I got up here in the desert, I, I think I lucked out because he was kind of younger and he's kind of like, well, this is how it is. But I think a more, um, how, how should I put it? A more like keen salesman would have saw me and been like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, when we went and bought this, the civic, um, it was peak, terrible time to buy a car. Um, especially cars because there was no cars mm-hmm. like the civic that we got. Um, they were getting one of those civics a week or maybe one every two weeks. Mm. They, you know what I mean? Like, and it would hit the, hit the, uh, uh, most car sales like in that were orders, you know, like you go down to the dealer, you said you, you would order it and then you'd have to wait. Um, this one, we got lucky and it had just gotten dropped off the truck. And the guy was like, do you want that? And we're like, yeah, we want it. And he's like, okay, this, this, here's the prices on everything. Do you want it for this amount? And we're like, yeah. And then when we got into the finance department, it was late at night and it was like, he, he, they pretend to be your best friend. You know what I mean? Like they pretend to relate to you. They're so freaking good about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we get home and it's Thanksgiving weekend two years ago. And, uh, it was like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I'm, I'm, I remember pulling the paper out the long paper they give you with all the line items. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at that at the dealer when we were signing and I was like, Oh, what's this? And they're like, Oh, that's, you know, the, the, this and the, that. And I was like, okay. And, uh, and I got home and I looked at it and I started and I went, Nope. And I called the salesman. The salesman's name was Dino. Oh and really? He, that's and funny. He, <laughs> and he knew the Chevy scene. He knew Dino's get down. He knew like he was old school Phoenix guy grew up in the area. Like, he was kind of did photography on the side. Like, hmm. um, he was, he was a really, and he's been doing the dealership for like 25 years. And the person that recommended him us to him was a lady that retired that, um, helped us not get screwed on transferring our lease to purchase for our accord. Mm-hmm. And she was, and Joe Molina from C10 Vatos knew her cause they're all, you know, he works for a dealer and, mm-hmm. and, um, they, all, and so she was, she, when we went to purchase our lease, um, with the accord, she was like, yeah, you get, um, you're getting screwed on this, screwed on this, screwed up, screwed on this. They were double taxing you on this, mm-hmm. doing this. And I was like, no way. And she goes, yeah, it's like, anyways. Yeah. So he had a little bit of like, I, since she knew they were really good friends and stuff, like he was like, okay, I'm going to treat you guys good mm-hmm. because you knew her, you know, like, so when I, when I got home and I read the line items and all this stuff and I called him and I said, Hey man, Remember how I told you the reason we went to you was not to get screwed. Mm-hmm. And I all of like, a sudden I was like, well, your finance guy, he screwed us. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, oh, so mean? it wasn't like his, it was, it, I see what you're saying. It was like once the, the salesman step. passes you off to the finance like, guy, like the, the salesman's job is done. Okay. You know, they're just there to get you into the finance office. Right. The finance guy is the one that really does it. Mm-hmm. So I, in, in so many words, I told him that if this wasn't fixed, 
I was probably going to go to jail. <laughs> You're going to drive and the I cars through the, the dealer. Dead serious. <laughs> and uh, not physically harming anything, but like I was going to make the civic go away. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this was because gonna cease to exist. The civic was going to cease to exist. Uh-huh. And um, he said, uh, come in Friday after Thanksgiving. We'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. When I, we took care of it, it knocked off over a hundred dollars a month on our payment. Wow. You know, because the guy lied to it. They lie. They straight up lied to us mm-hmm. and they don't care about you. And as much as you think they do, you get excited and they're telling you that, Oh no, this is good. And this, no, they're just lying to you. That's right. all they're doing. That's all they're doing. So like the best piece of advice I have for anyone going to buy a car is don't pay attention to the payments. Pay attention to the total amount of the vehicle, right? Because they can finagle the total amount of the vehicle and payments to, for on for their benefit, right? And then I remember one time I was at the Ford dealer and I was renting a car down there because they have an enterprise in the Ford dealership here, and there was a girl in there and she was she started crying. Oh wow! Oh yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah they they took her in the back and she was crying and they were like, "You," she was like, "You told me this." And you and she had traded her car in and got rid of her car or something and like now she's stuck in this thing and and it was just so it's just so heartbreaking yeah to think about that and to think about the and to think about old people senior citizens that go in to buy their car mm-hmm. and they don't they might not know any better or whatever you know what I mean like people that just aren't as clued into certain things mm-hmm. these people are just just screwing them and it. And it and you can't do anything about it because like you're they're telling you like we're going to charge you for uh event etching because of it's a secure thing and you're just like okay that sounds great cuz vin etching is a scam yeah yeah i don't know if you know what that, that I, I don't is. know what that is no so vin etching is like they'll go in and or it's called vin etching or it's called dots they try to get us on the civic with these dots mm-hmm. $1200 and they put this this code on each piece of the car like the fender the motor. Oh, so if it gets stolen, so if it gets dis- stolen and oh. disassembled, they can scan the dots and they know where the fender. And I'm like, that's why we have insurance. Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. If this gets stolen, we're getting we're gonna get paid. I don't care what happens to the fenders afterwards. Right. Like twelve hundred dollars for dots. Mm-hmm. And and, and it, the point that you really drove home with me that I really didn't understand until you you put it out there was like you're financing that you're paying a percentage rate on that money. You know, like uh, it's the this dealership up here, you know, put the rims and tires on it or whatever. They did whatever they had to do. I mean, they're putting one. The tires are going to wear out before the the financing is done anyway. But you're still paying for those tires, those first set of tires you put on it. And then secondly, like the wheels are putting on it aren't like they're just regular wheels. Like, no. Yeah. Get your free rims and tires that come on the truck (laughs) and then go home. And then make some, it takes six months, make some money, pay cash for the, the rims and tires when right. those ones or sell those ones. Like imagine you're, you buy that Tundra, right? And you pay for the aftermarket wheels and tires, but you're not getting the stock wheels and tires. Yeah. They're not, Oh, that's yeah. They're not giving them back. They're not to giving you, you those. Yeah, that's a good point. No, you could just <laughs> get the stock wheels and tires Yeah, and then go and spend way cheaper amount of money to get aftermarket wheels yeah. and tires. And now you have like $1,200 worth of stock wheels and tires you could sell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the things. And like you said, 
they get you in there. They feel, they butter you up. They make you feel so good that, and then you're just wrapped up in the truck anyway. You just, and me, like me with new vehicles is the smell. I just, I love that adhesive, whatever glue they're putting in those, <laughs> those things, dude, it's like freaking intoxicating. Yeah. Like I just like lose my mind. I like get drunk on this smell. And yeah. yeah, so like, yeah. And, and they see that. And like I said, had I had a more, you know, but I'm not going to say that, like, because obviously, you know, me and Angie, we work as a as a unit as, and mm-hmm. we, we're going to come to it together. But, you know, just just putting out there, like if there was a more savvy salesman or whatever, you know, he could. have. Oh, yeah. He would have tried a little bit harder to. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah to, this to guy was your, sort of like, to pull at your heartstrings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like if yeah. he like, if he knew like you drove this old Titan and you were just like bet you were just like that, like, I don't care what I got to do. I want a new tr- I want to drive a new truck home. Uh huh. You know, um, it's such a mental, mental game we play with ourselves too. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough with the Maverick to know going in, I wasn't going to get it right away. Yeah, I wish. And like, you know, as we were going through this whole discussion, talking about it back and forth and you're like, go on to Toyota and build. Oh, yeah. You know, so you can't do that. I know. It's like. Yeah, you, uh, Toyota's like the only ones that you can't do that. I with. know. And I was like, I couldn't figure it out. You're like, yeah, just build it. And then, you know, the best I could do was build it and then yeah. submit that request to a dealership to see if they have it in stock. Yeah. You, but I guess so, there's uh, uh, s- some car manufacturers. You can go and build it and then order it that with those specs that you did. Uh-huh. Um, but Toyota, you can't. And yeah, I didn't Toyota know that. Can't. Um, but it, it just makes so much sense. But I guess there's like, without getting into like the politics of it either, like, I guess there's like a big thing, like a lobby thing going on to where dealerships are hiring lobbyists to go, uh, to make rules against that. To, so, cause oh, like, yeah, think about yeah. it. Like if that's the way it should be, I should be able to rock. I could, if I could rock on the internet and have someone drop off a coffee at my house, you know, then like I should be able to just order a car the way I want it and have it delivered to my house basically. Oh yeah. Well, those times are definitely changing and that's going, well, I, I mean, look at coming. The, We'll look at Tesla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tesla's model is like they have they don't do zero dealership stuff. Yeah, but they're also not allowed to be in certain states. Like the funny part is they can't have dealerships in Texas. They because where they make some of their cars, like where they have their big old plant, because dealerships are so powerful that they that you know. And again, everyone has the right to make money, including the dealership. Mm Hmm. But we as the consumer have the right to not purchase it. Exactly. Yeah. Which forces, you know what I mean? The consumer in the end, the consumers will always force the hand of the the, the business, the big the business. Yeah. Um, it, sometimes it just takes longer or whatever, mm-hmm. but that's what's happening now is you have look at Amazon. Um, Hyundai and Kia are about to start selling cars on Amazon. Oh, really? Oh, now they're going to sell them to dealers. It's not like you're going to buy them straight from Kia. Or Am- you're just going to be able to buy it on Amazon and it just comes to your house. And yeah. as weird as that sounds, we buy everything else on there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. yeah every, everything, our whole lives are, are shipped to our door, you know? And but, that's, um, and, and cars are the same way too. Cause you can literally buy a car from a dealer and have it shipped to you. Yeah. But also like, if you like another thought that I had on that, like imagine if you could do that, if you could sit down in your office, you could build exactly the car you want and then you move on to the financing part and, but see, like that, that's where they're like, they don't want you to do that. Cause now you no. can sit there for hours yeah. and stare at it. And you're like, eh, that doesn't make yeah. sense. That doesn't make when, sense. Let's add this, you know? Yeah. When I bought the Maverick, I built it online and then I um, went down to the dealership, talked to a salesman. I said, this is my build. These are the options that I want. And he was like, okay, cool. And he's like, um, it's going to take a while to get it. You know what I mean? He, um, we need a deposit from you sign here, sign here. This is the price you're paying. 
And I said, okay, cool. And then when I, the car got delivered, I went into, I went back, I went into finance. They're like, do you want gap? I was like, no. Do you want warranty? I was like, no. And they didn't pressure me on anything. He's like, okay. Um, Yeah. With the civic, um, they, it was definitely like pressure and luckily they reversed all that, but you know, you can, then you get, there's also all the, the market adjustments and all that stuff, depending on which vehicles you're buying. Um, some of that's staying, some of that stuff's going away. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. Like I learned a lot by watching that Chevy dude's mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Um, and a couple of other YouTube channels where they, they talk about the, how they can conf- like mess with the finance rate. Yeah. And you think about it, if you're getting like, for example, you're getting a, five percent interest they can tell you uh like 5.9 percent and then or whatever and if they just adjust it by like two uh tenths of a percent i know i yeah you, it, it they're changes. making an extra 500 bucks that day yeah and they can do that oh yeah and yeah to and to them if they just have they don't you know they're like okay we'll get your payments uh, nine dollars a month less or for for two dollars a month more we can do this and it's just like it's just you're just like oh, I just want to get out of here and whatever. yeah that's their thing the the easiest car I ever bought was our Camry um, because like when when I was young when I the, when I bought my Tundra I was only twenty three ish years old so my parents Titan? yeah what I say yeah Tundra oh my god I'm getting all these hard, people listening are gonna be so confused uh, yeah I when know, I bought yeah. the Titan. You know, I was still really young, so my parents helped me a lot on that one. So I really didn't understand. Yeah. Um, and then Angie bought a, a Scion that same year. You know, same kind of thing. My like, you know, uh, our parents helped us and everything. We didn't understand. So when we bought the Camry, we were older, kind of had a better understanding. Um, but I still like growing up with my parents and listening. You know, you listen to your parents. You listen yeah. to your parents what they're going to do. So you know, my parents have a very my my dad has a particular way of buying cars, whether that's right or not. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but I went in with that mentality and I, and I very remember distinctly sitting down. So we totaled the Scion. So we had like the insurance money and we were and that uh, AAA put us on to um, Crown Toyota in Ontario. Mm-hmm. And they're like, talk to this guy. He'll help you out. So I did. And uh, he was a fleet manager. So his whole like kind of approach at selling a car was different anyway. Like, yeah, he's not a yeah. regular salesman. He's just selling fleets of cars. And uh, so we sat down and I'm like, you know, have that mentality, that old school mentality. Like, I'm going to we're going to negotiate. And the yeah. dude's like, no, man, it's 60 months, zero percent financing. This is the price of the car. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. I'm all, well, I want this kind of payment. And he's like, no, no, you're not understanding. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's that's the best thing. Again, it goes back to like paying attention to the total price of the, the car. So I want to know my car payments on the, like, give me the total price of the, what I'm financing, not the add-ons, mm-hmm. you know, and then we, you could work the, like, if you want a warranty or if you want this, that's cool. But work that in after you find out the total amount of the payment for the actual vehicle. Right. And, and like, I wanted a couple things, like starting this whole conversation. One, I, I think this is interesting. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are, are like always looking at new cars or buying a car, especially like in our little, you know, uh, scene i guess is yeah, we yeah. vehicles that's what we do we we mess with trucks and stuff so i think it's really good insight to that and hopefully maybe maybe two byproducts will happen maybe this whole me being kind of open with this whole journey will help people on theirs or if uh, anybody's listening they're like hey i can help you <laughs> like oh and here's the thing that i learned too you could buy a truck it doesn't have to be in southern california that's true you can go you, yeah you can buy if if anyone's listening and knows a good Toyota dealer, a good Toyota salesman or someone in fleet or someone at a dealership, it doesn't matter where 
if you could save 1500 bucks or $2,000 on something and by buying it in North Carolina, you'd, you'd pay that in shipping and they'll ship it out to your door. And then when you register it, you you, you, you pay taxes. You're going to pay taxes in whatever state you register it in, right? So like, Right. And, and Doug did that. Remember when Doug bought that new truck? In Texas. In Texas. Yeah. He, all, all he did was just pay all the California fees on it. And then yeah. it's a California truck. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't have to. Yeah, you're right. You don't have to buy it. Yeah. Because all, all of these trucks are all, they say, 50 state emissions. Like, yeah. so it doesn't matter yeah, where they come from. It doesn't it's, matter where they come from. Yeah. That's, not a, that's not a thing So anymore. that's, a, yeah, that's definitely a thing to, to, uh, to explore, too. And that's one thing that, like I said, I was... You saved me, man. I was right at the edge, and you grabbed me by the collar of my <laughs> I, shirt, and, and I you're hate, like, come here. <laughs> I hate that I'm that way, um, but it's one of those things where, like, if I could if I could start a business where I could go, and this is the thing. I saw a guy on TikTok. He, you could pay him a little bit of money, and he will go with you to the dealership, and he will. You. He can't really... He can just be there. Uh-huh. To just be like, whoa, hold on. To maybe. advise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because it's essentially it's up to you what you want, you right, know? right? Like what I want personally, or what I would buy personally in a finance department is not what you would buy personally in a finance department. Mm-hmm. It's like the warranty. I did not opt for a warranty on the Ford Maverick, um, because I knew that I could buy a warranty through Ford, not a third party warranty, but a through Ford. I can buy a warranty, um, through any Ford dealership, and they're cheaper, um, sometimes, um. When you buy them afterwards, sometimes not. Sometimes the dealer that you're buying it from can get you a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if you bought it after and you and like you had the money to purchase it after, you're not paying interest on that. Like no, to me, like that's like the biggest like caveat to this right whole now. thing. Especially right now. Oh yeah, with, with their interest, interest rates. rates were pretty up there. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. You're like walking in. You're like, I got excellent credit. They're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're I know. Screwed. <laughs> And especially buying the Camry was zero, like Angie's Andy asked me, she's like, can we get one for like, wait for a 0% deal? I'm like, I don't think they do those on Tundras. No. <laughs> They're the little crank Camrys all day. Like, yeah, man, whatever. <laughs> but these freaking yeah. Tundras, you it's, know, uh, but it's, it's wait, an experience. If you could wait a year to buy anything, wait a year to buy anything. Cause it's uh they'll start creeping down next year. But you think so in a, in a, in a year. And that's one thing yeah. that like, I really had to like calm down. I had to be like, just relax. Let's think about this. Let's, let's, you know, well, you know, you know, if you would have, we're not getting into payments and, and specifics and stuff, mm-hmm. but you're if you would have bought that truck two weekends ago, you would your payment would have been you would be due. Usually, like you, they kind of skip a month or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But since you didn't buy it, pretend you had that payment. Oh yeah, and go buy two pieces of artwork for custom life. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Or you don't need a new truck right now. Wait six months, see what happens with the interest rates. Pretend you had a car truck payment for six months and buy. 12 pieces of artwork from artists that's that's okay moving on <laughs> i really want a truck no <laughs> that's I the other almost, part of it that like we're tr- like sitting here trying to make like these like really intelligent decisions and like these no these yeah moves, but, but it sounds good i just want it <laughs> it also sounds great yeah but um it's uh it's not that's just not the way the world works right right yeah you're yeah. like no we're, we've already made the decision we're buying this truck we just need to find the one that suits us and fits and that's, us. But that's what it's going to come down to, you know. Also, having a strict set of uh, strict set of things that we want, like yeah. we want these things. Don't don't settle on that, you know. Yeah. Like, don't well, make what, any any re- negotiations on that. Yeah. Well, remember, it's funny we didn't know that the um, the lane assist is standard. The lane assist is standard, but what I found out is is the little lights in the mirrors are not on every truck. 
So no, of course not. But what's funny is again, those little lights on the mirror that you're talking about, those do nothing. They're just no, decorations. There are some very strict set set of things that but remember <laughs> those decorations can be bought afterwards. Oh. So if you found a truck, are you going to let a set of mirrors dick like differentiate I don't know how much money a month? When Angie listens to this episode, I'll ask her. Because it's <laughs> well what's funny is Chelsea's the same way like we bought hers, hers is a Civic Sport. Mm-hmm. So it's like one step up from base, you know what I mean? But um, all the the adaptive cruise control, all this stuff comes standard on these cars now, which is really cool. She doesn't use any of that. She was the same way. She goes, there's no freaking lights in these mirrors. And I went, no. And she goes, I wanted lights in my mirrors. I was yeah. like, well, you didn't. At the time when we bought it, we didn't have like there was no, we were like, you had to buy this car or we're selling it in five minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, that's important, though, things that you want. Mm-hmm. But remember those things that you want. So you're just saying like have a little bit of give. Well, if you're at a, say you're at a dealership and you're like everything on this truck is exactly what we want except it doesn't have the mirrors. Mm-hmm. That deal that you can tell that dealership too like they can get the mirrors for you and say look. Oh. Oh. Hey guys, like we will buy this truck right now, but I need you to add right here that you're going to change out these mirrors for us. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, see those are the little those are the little things. And it might cost 500 bucks or mm-hmm. 750 bucks. But you're already there. The truck's already there. If the dealership's willing to do it, then do it and yeah. bake in that 750 bucks in your financing because you were going to with if you if you were going to go, you're like, no, nah, there's no lights in this. I'm going to go to this other dealership, which is going to take you a whole nother day, a whole nother set of whatever. You might end up spending it like two thousand dollars more just because you wanted the lights in there when you could have saved. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, those are good yeah. points. Yeah, it just depends. Right now is a good time because you can be a little bit more picky on stuff because those. 12 tundras aren't moving oh they're yeah they're they're they're, not. they're, they're sitting there yeah you know, so definitely yeah they want and then so i checked out that one in ontario uh we're heading down to riverside you know next week so i'm thinking maybe pop into the riverside dealership see what they got mm-hmm. going on there and just keep doing that until and 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 try to t- take out the sense of urgency i think that's a big thing if you, i think if that's you, the one thing that I, that i'm trying to figure out is take out the sense of urgency well because you don't need it Oh yeah. Well, it's funny. Like <laughs> every time I went on the dealership, well, not every time because uh, the second time I took the camera. But I, I pulled the first time. I pulled to the dealership, walk out of the truck, and uh, they're like, "Ah, you know, what are you looking at? Oh, I'm looking at Tundras. Okay, cool." He's like, "You gonna trade in that Nissan over there?" It's like, "Get your freaking eyes off that Nissan." <laughs> Number one, they're gonna give me twenty five hundred dollars for it. <laughs> no, if that, <laughs> dude. They're like, after you five hundred bucks. <laughs> that's another thing is, is trade ins. If um, if your car's over a hundred thousand miles. Don't even think about trading it in. You can get way more on a private sale because a hundred thousand miles, the dealership buys them and sends them to auction. They don't resell them, so they're not gonna they're not gonna give you any money, mm-hmm. any money for them. Um, well, especially get, in my truck. Well, they'll get screwed out of it because they're just gonna bake it into the. They're just gonna move money around and shuffle things around, and then mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. So yeah, um, but yeah, so I'm I'm excited to start this journey. I'm. Like I said, I, I wanted to open it up, kind of like bring everybody along. I, I filmed some stuff like with my phone, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of like. And so, you know, there mo- there'll be a video to a company. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It'll be fun. Or actually, another option is, is we like I bring all this up. We do it. And then we were like, you know what? The Titan's fine. <laughs> well, in reality, <laughs> in, in, in a black and white reality, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's you have um, if you take your reasonings. 
and you write them down on paper that you want a new truck, it's a simple want. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. There is zero need. And like, and, and like on a financial decision, like I went through this with the Maverick, um, like really self-reflecting on if I needed this or not. Remember when I first bought it, I was like, yeah, no, I'm on, I don't want to, I don't need it. I, I don't know. You just showed it in the garage, shut the door, like shut oh. it in the garage, left it in there. <laughs> and then finally I like realized like, okay, this is actually financially beneficial to me. Yeah. You know, that was my biggest thing was, is it, does this make sense financially? Mm-hmm. And it ended up making sense financially. Yeah. Be- yeah. These are all the so. things we have to explore, but just kind of like methodically, I think, you know, take the urgency out of it. Yeah, definitely. That's it's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you'll get home and you'll be like, what did I do? I know. Almost did that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Uh, join me on this. The, the, the title of this episode is going to be Frank buys a, a new Tundra or something, something. It'll be severed in the Southwest, but then on these, <laughs> the, on these titles, remember we only talk about the actual what's in the title for a few seconds. Yeah, I know. Else. I think it's kind of, so funny. it's always a surprise. You yeah. know what I mean? So don't oh, okay. think that when, when people see these titles, don't think that, uh, we That's put a lot of thought in the them. episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, not because we have to have a title. Yeah. Or we don't have to have a title. It could just be the drop with Frank and Brian episode 83. That's true. It's fun when they have a little. We title. just put the title in there just to give it a little bit of something. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Cool. Well, see how it goes. Anyway, uh, our giveaway. We got that going down. We're giving away a, an accurate level kit. All you got to do oh, is go yeah. to our websites, livelifecustom.com, grinder-tv.com. As always, every $5 you spend, one entry into the drawing. Do you think next week? Oh, we'll talk about this in the post show. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Later. Bye. <laughs>